Hi, thanks for downloading this podcast. This is Jack AM FM, the audio track of what is a video morning show we do every day, uh, every morning uh, over at twitch.tv slash Jack Allison. If you like what you hear on this podcast, uh, feel free to go check it out. Uh, we're doing it every morning, uh, uh, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific, uh, 10 a.m. Eastern uh, at Twitch TV slash Jack Allison. Uh, and while you're over there, maybe hit the subscribe button. You know, if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you get one free Twitch Prime subscription a month. Why not make it me so I can make a little bit of money? Anyway, enjoy the show. Hi. Uh, well, you know, normally we do the morning show at 7 a.m. It's, it's Jack AM. It's August 13th, 2018. And normally we do the morning show, but I just want to take a moment here to uh, to thank all the all the fans of the morning show, Jack AM, for, for sticking by me over these last uh, three uh, d- d- days. Thanks for sticking by me through these... Uh, through these trying times, I'm not going to, I won't be going into but uh, why the times are trying. But it's a sanctuary is what this is. It's a sanctuary. And I thank you all for, for, for being part of this sanctuary and uh, and community here. I thank you all for being being part of of my little of my little sanctuary. Hi, uh, you know normally I recap the show we're about to talk about here, but instead, yeah. I I really just want to take a minute and I want to say that I'm so appreciative to be standing here right now, and I want to thank you, the Walking Dead community, for all of your support these last couple of months. You know- oh, there's no all of the support these last few months for. We're not gonna. We won't go into to what it was for. The show is not just a job to me. This is, this is a vital part of my life, you know. And this is. This is. This is a vital. This is a vital part of my life. This is not just a show to me. You know what? It's not a show to me either. Yeah, I agree with Chris Hardwick. Talking Dead is not a show. It's not a show. In a sanctuary. These last seven years we've been... It's been a sanctuary! For these last seven years! We've been talking about what Rick was thinking in this sanctuary. We Every weekend we take sanctuary here and we discuss what the characters of The Walking Dead might have been thinking about in the episode we just watched. This is a vital part of my life, you know? This has been a sanctuary these last seven years. This has been a sanctuary for these last seven years. Seven years? They shouldn't be on TV for seven years. We've been here. This has been with me through through good times and bad times, and I have so much... 
gratitude to you, the fans, and, and, and the producers. And the producers, of course. You, the fans. But to the producers, too. The producers. And, of course, to the, um, the AMC investigation squad. Thank you to the to the, the, the hardworking men and women, the crack detectives of the AMC investigation squad. Thank you to them, most of all. And the amazing cast of both of these shows. What does the cast have to do with it? Why, why, are, why are you roping the cast of the shows into this? I'm sure they appreciate that. You know, for allowing me to come here and, and be a part of this community every week. This is what this is. This is a community. This is a community. This is a community, except for, you know, the people that quit. Except for the, the mass of resignations um, that happened when, when you returned to the show. That's the, uh, it's, a, it's a new community. It's a new community. It's like a, a, a different community than it was before. It, it's, it's still a community, but some of the members of the community are, are different people, specifically the ones that quit um, be, because Chris Hardwick was returning to the show. Come here and, and be a part of this community every week. This is what this is. This is a community. This is and, a community. You know, it, we're, we're on the precipice of a lot of changes. On See, that's the thing. We have to look forward to the future. We have to look forward to the future. We have to leave all the rest of this stuff in, 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 behind in the past. We are on the precipice of something. Both Walking Dead shows in the coming weeks and months. Yes, it, 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 the, a lot of exciting stuff is, ab is about to happen on, on both Walking Dead shows. Both Walking Dead shows are uh, we're on the precipice of a, a very exciting time where... Uh, where there's some cool stuff happening in the the Walking Dead shows, and we are a community. Years we've been life, you know, for, 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 for the sanctuary. Even this has been with me through through good times and bad times, and I have so much gratitude. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine if you if you hosted Talking Dead for seven years? And you and you wanted to keep doing it. I can't imagine hosting this show and wanted anyway. Chris Hardwick fucking sucks, of course. We all know that. You know, Chloe Dykstra didn't recant her her piece or anything like that. Chris Hardwick is very happy to be back on television. I I do believe that. I do think he is in earnest. Very very happy. To be back on TV, he's very, very excited to be back on TV, and so, and so, I do think that this, this, uh, this opening is, is from the heart. It is from the heart. He's not, he's not acting. He is very, very, very happy to to be back on on TV. We needed him back. We needed him back, folks. There he is. This is like, what's this? This is like a. This is like when John Stewart came back after 9-11. This is like when John Stewart came back and he was it was crying. Everybody uh all the TV hosts did their big 9-11 return. And this is Chris Hardwick's. This last couple of months, you know. 
This is not a job. This is not just a job. You know, there's probably some people there that worked on the staff for whom it was a job. And and you're returning to this not just a job. Made them uh, feel that they, they no longer wanted to work at that job. How's that? How's that for, for the community and the family and everything like that? Chris Hardwick. been a sanctuary these last seven years. It's a sanctuary city. Who knew? Who knew Talking Dead was a sanctuary? A sanctuary city. They're not doing the show live anymore. They're not doing the show live anymore. You know, I believe I believe the accusations against Chris Hardwick. I do. But I also believe... And, you know, I'm not one of these people. I see, you know, people always all the time will be like, oh, what if he did something good that would be different? No, every abuser deserves to go. They all should go regardless of their talent level. But I mean, Chris Hardwick, we especially we do. We don't need Chris Hardwick. We don't need as a society. Actually, we'd be better off without Chris Hardwick, I think, as a society in the long run. In the long run, we'd be better off without this man. This has been with me through through good times. <laughs> no matter what, through good times and bad, I come on every week. <laughs> we talk about Rick. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me here. Just to talk about Rick. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the Chris Hardwick intro from last night's Talking Dead. He's back, folks. We have no say in the matter. We have no say in the matter. He's back. That's that. I don't watch Walking Dead. I don't, you know, none of this. I don't want. I don't want want any of this. I don't want want any of this. I don't want a part of Walking Dead. I don't want Walking Dead to be on TV. No fear, the Walking Dead. No talking, whatever. I don't. We don't want any of these shows. We don't want any of these shows. But yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not a big uh, Russian bot guy. I'm not one of these guys that always thinks that anyone disagreeing with me is a Russian Russian bot. But I do think that that Hardwick and the Hearst family have some bots. I do. I really do. I do think that because when I posted about Hardwick, you'd always get you'd always get people who it's like their first Twitter post ever responding to you vehemently defending Chris Hardwick. I can't believe that anybody has a passionate thought in their minds for this man. I I don't believe that there's a person in this world who really who really is a fan, who's really actually a fan. Like it, we that cannot be. It cannot be that there are actual fans of the fan, the main fan. I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. All right. All right. Hardwick's got bots. Hardwick's got bots. We got a lot of show today. We do have a lot of show. 
We do have a lot of show today here. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all for watching. We got struggle session in the chat. Look at that. My other show struggle session. Everyone check out struggle session at patreon.com slash struggle session. And we do have a lot of stuff to get into. We do. Well, it's another Monday here. You know, it's a short. I'm going to do a short show today. I just want everyone to be aware the show is going to be a little bit short because as I do every Monday, the Monday shows are always going to go till 830. I got to go to talk therapy. Got to go to the uh, psychologist this morning. I have a standing 9 a.m. appointment. So I got to leave by uh, uh, 8.30. I'll leave by 8.30. But um, it, it, we have a lot of show to fill till then. We have a lot of show to get to. We have a lot of bullshit to get through on this morning's show. Let me kick it off with, as we always do, whatever the slurp cam. Okay, I spilled a little bit on my shirt there. Spilled a little bit from the slurp cam. That's what you get. That's what you get for, for being so dedicated to a show. This is what you get for being so dedicated to a show. The slurp cam is back. It's it's, it's ruined one of my shirts, but we're doing it. Well, it's another Monday, so of course that means we have got another white nationalist rally to recap. That's right. Every single weekend, you know, if it's a weekend in America, you can rest assured it's going to be an embarrassing fucking hate rally for us to talk about. Uh, and, of course, today I'm talking about the uh, Unite the Right 2 that they had. Washington, D.C. last night, they had uh, yesterday, yesterday, not at night, and not at night. Uh, they had the Unite the Right 2 rally with Jason Kessler. It's the sequel, the sequel rally to uh, last night's Charlottesville you know, they're turning around. They, they turn around rallies too quick now, the same way they do with movies. I can't believe we already had Unite the Right, too. I can't believe we already had Unite the Right, too. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, the thing that, like, struck me as being most wild about this is, like, how much they rolled out the red carpet for this fucking guy, Jason Kessler, who Jason Kessler, Jason Kessler looks like, a fucking he looks like a Danny McBride character. Um he looks like a Danny McBride character. But but the, you know, this guy Jason Kessler coming to town, you know, and ostensibly what it ended up being is he's just uh he's just showing up and, you know, doing a speech for like twenty people. They had to shut down like the train station. Here, let's see this really quickly. Um this is the police shutting down a subway station. Look at that. See how we live in uh, Half-Life 2 and we have the fucking combine everywhere? This is the police shutting down a subway station so that it can only be used by Jason Kessler and uh, his small group of uh, like white civil rights activists is what they call themselves. These uh, white civil rights activists. Beautiful. See this one, too. This is here's uh, what the police presence looked like just to to bring our to bring Jason Kessler into town. There it is. It's like this guy is like the pope. This guy is like the pope. Jason Kessler. They have like so about about like uh, 200 police officers. 
walked these guys in, walked these guys into their, uh, look at this. I'll show this one too. Here's the, here's uh, Kessler and his like crew arriving at the train station. Kessler and his entourage. There we go. I think they had a line of police officers unbroken from, you know, the entire path Jason Kessler had to walk. There he is, Jason Kessler and uh, his cadre of, like, obese men wearing flags. Here we go. It's good this guy gets uh, brought in like he's the Pope. That's great. This is we need to protect this. This is what we need. This is what we need. This is this is the kind of shit. This is the kind of shit. This is exactly what we need in this country. You know, everybody complains about where fucking tax dollars are being spent. How much was spent for for Jason Kessler and these guys? Like look at this. This is like This is like like the fucking this is like the opening of QuakeCon. If like the opening of QuakeCon got as much police presence as like the president coming to there town. Let's go. Let's step this There's everybody with their selfie sticks. Jason Kessler's got a handful of flags. There he is. Jason Kessler. They shut down like everything from from Virginia to Washington D.C. It's like when Obama came to town, when Jason Kessler, this like guy Jason Kessler, some guy, some guy who like runs a Facebook group. That's what this guy is. That's Jason Kessler. That's uh, Gavin McGinnis. That's all these guys. Is they basically just run little private Facebook pages. And they do Facebook events and they get, you know, everybody to come to, to the to the Facebook event. So why so why do we need this? Why do we need Jason Kessler? What like what are we protecting here about Jason Kessler? I don't get it. I just don't understand it. Of course I do understand it. It's because the cops are white supremacists. Their fascist organization. Okay, uh, let's see what else. Uh, you know, I do want to say, uh, uh, you know, there was a lot of. Uh, so look, let's see what the fuck this thing looked like. Let's see what the. Uh, I gotta find the picture here, but it ended up being like twenty people or something like that. Uh, uh, it ended up being like two dozen people at the fucking uh, uh, white nationalist rally. Um, you know, and, and and they say straight up that that you know, uh, uh, Jason Kessler says that that's because they were scared, because they were scared. We have the video here. Here's Jason Kessler again. Get out of my face, dude! Get out of my face, dude! Here he is. Come on, dude. There he is. The free speech upholder. Here he is. The free speech upholder. And after the violence that occurred last year, people were rightly scared of coming out. Did you hear that, folks? Did you hear that? Jason Kessler, the organizer of the Unite the Right to Rally. 
Jason Kessler himself, says that uh, the reason why people didn't show up this year. Remember last year? Do you remember last year uh, at Charlottesville when it was like uh, everybody with the tiki torches and shit? It looked like the fucking uh, it looked like the fucking the purge. It worked. You see how like a year of like pressure on all these like dumb hate groups showing up. They are pathetic. They are pathetic and they're small and there's not a lot of them and they don't know what they're doing. But if they're allowed to just show up everywhere and have their stupid fucking rallies and everything like that, if we, you know, just allow that everyone should be allowed to say whatever they want, wherever they want, that is not really what free speech is. And I'm trying to get to that. Yes, Antifa is good. Antifa is good. It worked. It worked. It worked. And, you know. It worked. It did work. I mean, these people are, you know, they're afraid to come out. And that's because there's thousands of fucking people surrounding them that are going to beat the shit out of them. Antifa rules. Antifa is good. Um, And so, of course, of course, because Antifa is good, um, you know, we will never our, our old friend Jake Tapper will never miss the chance to be a moralizing scold. There he is. There's our old friend Jake Tapper, who in the wake of, by the way, last year, last year, it was uh, it was Trump that was saying, you know, there were good people on both sides and everybody got so upset with him. Everybody got so upset with Trump for saying there's good people on both sides and, and with good reason. And then he now here one year after the fact. Here is Jake Tapper saying, basically, there are bad people on both sides. This is what Jake Tapper is saying. It's Jake. A year ago, a year ago, Trump goes on the air and he's like, you know, there's, you know, there was bad people on this side and there's bad people on that side. A little Trump impression. This year, the Nazis don't show up. The Nazis don't show up because they're afraid they're afraid that they're going to get like beaten up and yelled at and shit as they should be, as they should be. Every Nazi gathering should be afraid of showing up and people that work in the Trump administration. I, we we got to get back to, you know, remember there was a couple weeks there when everyone was yelling at everyone in restaurants and stuff like that. And I, I just want to make sure that that doesn't go away. Anyway, fuck Jake Tapper, moralizing little scold, fucking annoying motherfucker. This guy. Edward R. Moreau, but like a, a like substitute teacher. Fuck him. Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper. Anyway, Jake Tapper sucks. I do hate Jake Tapper. It's fucking annoying that this guy. And of course, he's probably going to go do on his show and do a whole segment about like, you know, Antifa. When when you when we go out to protest, we must all be respectful, of course. Of the first responders. We must all respect first responders. That's just me making fun of Jake Tapper. For loving first responders and the troops too much. But we love the troops here. We love the first responders here. We love them all. We love everyone. We love everyone on the show. We do love everyone on the morning show. Remember remember the morning show is supposed to be about positivity 
It is. It is still supposed to be about positivity. He's going to do a cartoon about how Antifa is bad. Yeah, how do you guys like uh, the state of the cartoonian? The state of the cartoonian every week. Let's see what the state of cartoonian was this week. We got to see what this week's uh, state of the cartoonian was, everybody. Let's, uh, I mean, I just don't want to, we can't, I can't start the show, really. I, I feel like I haven't started the show unless we've watched the state of the cartoonian. Here we go. Oh, no, I thought I muted. And down there, that's the subject of this week's state of the cartoonian. <laughs> that's the subject. <laughs> Swamps have been part of American pop culture for decades. Uh -huh. From the popular comic strip Pogo the Possum of the Oki. You didn't draw that. You didn't draw that, Tapper. Black Lagoon. Okay. To the enemies of the Super Friends, the Legion of Doom. Terror. Their headquarters in Swamp. CNN is like. Facts matter. Swamp is when it's used as a symbol of the corruption. This is dog shit. Like Jake Tapper is worse than Ben Garrison. Jake Tapper is such a worse artist than Ben Garrison. To remember, you came here to drain the swamp. It's a slogan that President Trump has fully embraced. We ought to change it. From the word swamp. What the fuck the is this? Though actually ridding DC. Though actually ridding DC. Take the swamp thing. Trump ally and congressman Chris Collins arrested this swamp week thing. for alleged insider trading in the president's own backyard. Of course, also this week, the trial of former Trump campaign the chair fuck is, this Paul is... Manafort with key testimony from his former All right. campaign chair, Rick Gates. Not to mention the law enforcement investigation into Trump lawyer. Michael this is totally Trump, unacceptable. To nothing of ethics concerns this this state of the cartoonian is totally Price unacceptable. This is totally unacceptable. This is totally unacceptable and not out of the ordinary at all for Jake Tapper. That's what I'm trying to say here. This is not out of the ordinary at all for Jake Tapper. Totally unacceptable. Totally unacceptable and not at all out of the ordinary for Jake Tapper. Yeah. Remember when they had the uh, the apple? They had the apple that they were showing and they're like an like an apple is a fact or something and then they went with the bananas what's the cnn bananas ad the cnn bananas ad cracks me the fuck up because it's so serious it's so self-important let's see this is a whole bunch of bananas somewhere buried within it is an apple hmm some people might try to tell you that there's no point in looking for it. But there's only one way to know what's been covered up. You start digging. You know, when I think about serious news, when I think about when I when I when I think about the fourth estate, when I think about being informed with facts that matter. I think about a big, big, big pile of bananas. <laughs> when I when I <laughs> when I think about when I think about serious news or gathering organizations, there's nothing that makes me feel you know that an organization is smarter than seeing a big pile of bananas, a cartoonish large pile of uh, of bananas on a white screen. <laughs> 
This is a uh, CNN is reporting on uh, uh, Donkey Kong. They're reporting on Donkey Kong's uh, stash that got stolen by King K. Rule. Yes, there's nothing that makes me think of, of you know smarter, intelligent people than a big old pile of of bananas. For it. Monkey food. There but we there's go. Only one way to know. So what the fuck is this supposed to mean? They're like, you got to dig through all the... I, this doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. I don't get it. I don't get the... I know what the Apple one was, and that was just them trying to rip off the aesthetic of Apple commercials. And someone whose like, brain is not that imaginative was trying to, you know, trying to, to hit that mark. And so what their thought was, they told me to do Apple commercial. What if it's Apple and then the people at CNN, the executives like Jeff Zucker and Jeff Zucker and all the rest of them are like, this is exactly what we want. We say Apple. It's Apple. It's Apple. Thank you. Thank you for Apple. What we ask for, sir. These like these people, these like uh, uh, fourth generation, like rich, like incest executives. Thank you for Apple. I show to boss. I go show to boss. Thank you. All right. Fuck am I talking about? What the fuck am I talking about? Sorry for getting off on CNN, everybody. I do hate CNN. I hate CNN. That's one of the things where the president is right. He's right every once in a while. CNN is extremely bad. CNN is extremely bad. You know, it was fucked up what the president said about LeBron James the other day, but... um. I won't defend on Lemon. Okay, let's uh, let's move along here to something that is very important that I think uh, that I think people are going to be very interested in, and not just me. This is this is a, a uh oh. We got Kate coming in. Kate's arriving. Kate's coming in with her water. But um, we're gonna do something new here. Uh, we're doing something new here, um, and this is called reading the comments. So this is exciting. I dropped a huge, huge bit on Friday. I dropped a gigantic bit on Friday, World Changer, called uh, Comedians in Cars Watching Corden's Carpool Karaoke with Coffee. If you didn't see it, we have it on my YouTube channel, I guess. And, uh, you know, you can go to uh, go to my Twitter and you find the link on my Twitter. Um, but if you didn't see, if you didn't see it, I am in the Earwolf subreddit. There's a whole thread about this exciting new bit that I did and I thought that it would, it would be good maybe it'd be a good time to go through some of the comments made about me on the earwolf subreddit how about that everybody isn't that exciting um so this is all about Mitch live stuff like that who cares um how about this I feel from Waterloo white boy says I feel so uncomfortable for Mitch, honestly. This is a pretty awkward spot to put him in, directly pitting his professional and personal relationships in a public forum. He still came across as a good-ass dude while Jack espoused his on-brand opinions. I didn't even hate the concept for the bit. It's a decent sting on the format. Just wish it wasn't with someone who had to try and maintain a professional relationship with Corden, LOL. Okay, guys, I think everybody on Reddit thinks that they know more about the way that the fucking entertainment industry works than it does. They just don't. 
They just don't know that much. Does Jack try to do anything other than tear people down? I don't know if I'm tearing people down. I don't know if I'm tearing people down so much as I'm just like uh, saying stuff that I think. Hmm. This guy's all right. Die Hard Argyle is like, I think it's pretty funny. This is good. People instinctively dislike Jack because he makes fun of their favorite comedian or whatever. That's true. That's true. This is a great bit, and Jack is good. Mitch is obviously one of the best boys out there. Okie dokie. Uh, people here don't like when comedians aren't impish and positive and part of high school cliques. This is a really... Okay, here's one of my favorites. This is one of my favorites of all. Here's one of my favorites. Kate, you want to join us here? Hello. Good morning. Oh, did we take him for the shoot? Yeah. You should grab him. Okay. Um, uh, we'll be, uh, Kate will be right back. Kate will be right back. This guy's great. Barry fan 410. This is my favorite. This is one of my favorite ones. Barry fan 410. Let me see here. The headphones? Um, that should be, oh, uh, sorry. Hello. Okay. All right. What do we got here? This is Barry Fan Four Ten. Barry B A R I like Bar- Barry Weiss. This is a really funny premise for a bit. It's about two steps away from being a sketch on the Bang Bang TV show. Too bad Jack Allison is too contrarian to even try to make it work on an ironic level. God. You know, Bari fan really got me. I'm cut. I'm cut there. To, to, to dangle that carrot, to know that, that the gold ring, the thing that I'm always striving for is to someday maybe create something that could be as if it were a sketch from the Bang Bang TV show. If only I were able... If only I were able... To make something as as perfect, as comedically as comedically amazing as the Bang Bang TV show. If only I weren't so contrarian. It sucks, Jack. If I wasn't so contrarian, I might have been able to make it work on on an ironic level. But as it stands, it's two steps away from him. Do you, do you from, think, a, from a from a bang bang sketch? Do you think that maybe you are a contrarian though? No, I think that I have correct opinions. I do actually. I believe that my opinions are right, and I believe them, you know, with my heart and soul. And I think that everyone, for the most part, is wrong. I think sometimes you like a popular thing and change. You like some popular things. Yeah, you like some things. You liked Hamilton a lot. No, I didn't. Okay, well, that's enough. That's annoying, okay? Let's get into this stuff a little more. I have more stuff for this. So, BariFan410, this guy who has me pegged so much. He has me pegged so deeply because he knows how much I I just wish I could create a bang-bang sketch. 
Let me create a sketch as good as Bang Bang. I had to look through. I had to click through. I had to click through to Bari fans, uh, uh, the rest of his posts, and uh, find out exactly who this guy was. How about this? Here's Bari fan. Uh, I have to go to the other screen here. Actually, I have to move my thing. Sorry about that, everybody. Because I want everyone to see this. This is very, very important stuff. This is funny. Let me just transition this up. Here's Bari fan. See this, everybody? Someone posted the Tevas of assorted colors, all sizes, 1995, plus $5 shipping from Woot. Bari fan, two years ago, got his Tevas from Woot? So wait a second. What's Woot? Woot? What the fuck is Woot? Woot is, is, is Will Wheaton's like nerd online shop. So this guy, Bari fan, hold on a second here. Maybe I don't believe. Maybe I'm not a big believer in Bari anymore. After 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 I see this T he buys his Tevas from Woot. Hey, maybe it's a good deal. How about this? This is a comment five years ago. Someone posted an image that says, this is the belt my school's janitor has on his motorcycle. Bari fan responds, classy guy. Ooh. I guess that's why he has such a great job. That is very classist. Very classist. And let's see what the, the, the motorcycle belt was, think, a, was a picture of, of, of people having sex. I think that's pretty cool. I don't mind it. I have no problem with it, but Bari fan did. Guess who fucks and guess who doesn't? The janitor definitely Look at this classy fucks. guy. Mm-mm, Bari fan. Now I see why you're such a Bari fan. Now I see why you're a Bari Weiss fan. I gotta say, if I walked past that motorcycle, I would, like, start running, though. I'd be scared. No, that shit is funny. How about this? Bari fan. Oh, my God. He's respond. Whoever wrote this article doesn't seem to have been to SeaWorld in the past 10 years. All of the rides mentioned are over 15 years old and have not been updated or really maintained. Doesn't speak to the increased cost. Hold on a second. SeaWorld is fun enough with a $90 annual pass, but it feels run down and lacks the cohesiveness of a better park. Hold on a second here. Bari Fan 410 is a SeaWorld goer. This guy doesn't even care. He's a SeaWorld fan. He's a SeaWorld fan. He should have his name be SeaWorld Fan 410. Because this guy's a SeaWorld fan. He does not even care about the dark secrets that we uncovered in Blackfish. The horrendous abuse that the whales have to go through. He's problematic. The flopped tails. Uh, you know, they they're... Did they Their just, fins are flopped over. They just killed another one like last week. They're always killing these fucking things. And this guy, 23 days ago, just 23 days ago, said SeaWorld is fun enough. Fun enough. With an, a $90 annual pass. He, so he, just, go, he knows the price of the pass. He knows the current price of the, fan, the, of the pass. These are the kind of people, these are the people that are critiquing me. I mean, I'm happy to take critiques, of course. I'm happy, as always, as anybody should be who wants to grow and be a you know better 
performer and person and everything. I'm always happy to hear critiques, but this is a little too much with some of these guys. Let, let's go through a few more of these posts here, huh? Oh my God, Jack, you're really going into this guy. <laughs> no, that, no, 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 no more Bari. We're, that's enough for Bari. Okay, good. Enough for Bari. Oh my God. <laughs> Kenny's here, everyone. But that's who's comp- that is. I mean, it's a very important point, Kate. It's a very important point that you know the people who don't like Jack Allison, who think that Jack Allison is too contrarian to make it work on an ironic level. These people also love SeaWorld. Hey. Also buy their do. Tevas from Woot. One of them. One of them. And they does. shame janitors. They are wow. so classist. They are so classist. They shame horny janitors. Five years ago. They shame horny I, it's janitors. For shame on you, Bari fan. Five For five years ago. Jack. Shaming a janitor. Kenny's here. Kenny, everybody. Good morning, Kenny. We love the dog. How about this? For someone who talks so much shit about others' work, it's interesting how almost everything Jack Allison does is kind of shitty and low effort. <laughs> also, I think I figured out where Cordon. Where's that? What misspell Cordon? Maybe they're talking about like Cordon Blue. Where Cordon spent that forty k on a sound guy, so it doesn't sound like ass. Wow. You know what I think is funny? I think it's funny that there are people, the commenters on the the Earwolf subreddit. They're such fans of alternative comedy. They love cool alt comedy so much that they um, spent the weekend defending James Corden's carpool karaoke. I don't think he ever said he liked alt comedy. No, but people that like Earwolf like alt comedy. Oh, is that a thing? Well, I'm saying, you know, it's I thought cool. Earwolf was like mainstream comedy. I don't think so. I think they started off alt anyway. How about this? Are you saying you're the altist? No, because I, I would never say that. Um, Harry Potter farts said, I've heard so many people fall for the trap of two people are talking. So we must pan one person in the left ear and one in the right ear. No, don't do that. It's don't ever do that. Harry Potter farts said it's bad. But I wouldn't have expected any better from Jack. At least the bar is low for you. Oh, I just... From Jack? I shouldn't expect anything more from him. The riffraff. The riffraff. We shouldn't shouldn't ever expect anything more from Jack. We're used to a higher class of audio production. Here on the Earwolf subreddit. Oh, we, my God. We, we shouldn't expect. Um, it's Jack. Of course, the the voices would be panned. Uh, one to <laughs> the left and one to the right. We should expect <laughs> nothing less. We should expect nothing less from Jack. How about this? I did not do the sound. I didn't pan the sound. What I did was lazier. I just... <laughs> Use the raw audio from the Zoom. And since that's all on different tracks, they use the left channel and the right channel. I did not pan the audio. I left the raw audio and didn't touch it. Mm. That's the bad and lazy move that I did. Harry Potter farts. I mean, 
I don't know if you're that lazy, though. You did it all by yourself. Most people, well, like, have an entire crew when they shoot these things. I mean, look, that is one of these things. I'm not, like, uh, I'm not one of these people that's, like, and by the way, I love, I love the comments. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. one of these people that's, like, don't read the comments. I'm also not one of these people that's, like, if you can't, I'd like to see you do any better Harry Potter farts. I'd like to see you do any better. No, I don't like that's that. That's not so. our philosophy That's here. annoying. However... I will say that the comedians in cars watching Gordon's carpool karaoke, I shot by myself in one day. I have I have to say DIY does not equal lazy. Yeah. And I think that there's probably people that look at a lot of DIY things and is like, that's lazily yeah. done. But it's like there's sort of um, like a point to it. Well, you know, You're I doing I, it by yourself. Well, I, that was kind of the whole thing is that like I'm doing a, a fucking I'm doing a whole morning show by myself. I'm waking up at uh, six in the morning every day to do a stupid fucking morning show that I like the show. I do like the show, but, you know, I don't know how it's lazy to uh, for no. In fact, it's the opposite of lazy. It's the opposite of lazy to volunteer for no reason to do a show every single day that you're not getting paid for. No. Well, yeah. You know, it's lazy. It's lazy for me not to uh, to have a budget. Basically. All right. Let's keep moving. It's classic. Would not have expected anything more from Jack. Jack AM and Jack Allison are awesome. Okay. That's good. I like that shit. How about this? NJCO. Okay. Hold on a second here. This will look 90% as good as the carpool karaoke bits do. Nope. Jack is annoying. AF. I mean, what do you think? I think that, like, he, you said that as a joke, right? I kind of said it as a joke, but but also I did fuck up the sound, and I did not do the shot well enough. I mean, I had it on medium instead of wide. I guess if that's your threshold for annoying, then I guess you're annoying AF. Yeah. You know, okay, maybe he's not. Maybe. You know what I think is annoying? What? Making light of the Armenian genocide. <gasps> That's what I find annoying. No. I legit just laughed so hard my coworkers are staring. And then NJC2O responds, tell them you're just laughing about the Armenian genocide. What? It'll be fine. Jack. I cannot even believe that. That's like actually really bad. That's like something people could get fired from. I'm not, you know, I would never want anyone to get fired, but... Uh, Dear God. I would never want anyone to get fired, but... I would also never, ever, ever. When was that? What, two days ever. ago. He said that two days, two days ago? ago. I would never make light oh my of the 1.5 million dead and, by and the it, hands of the Turks. Dear, and it's like some, it's a huge controversy. Cause never the, acknowledged. The United States doesn't acknowledge it. Barack said he was going to do it, but he didn't do it. Well, he fucking should have. We never acknowledged it. Was he like, how did he say he was going to acknowledge something? He's I like, know. I might make that He's like, when I'm president, happened. I'll, you know, say that the Armenian genocide happened. Oh, NJC2O. It's dark. How dare you? That is fucked up. Why is that funny? How dare you, you son of a bitch? He's you a son of a bitch. How dare you make light of what the Turks did to the Armenians? I think that's really fucked up. I'm mad now. Sick fuck. I'm mad now. And you, and you, you think that that's annoying? You think I'm annoying? This is annoying. Jack is annoying as fuck. Well, you know what's annoying to me? 
laughing, laughing about the Armenian genocide. I am. Uh, I'm upset. I'm upset by that. I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. Like like Drake. Like the Degrassi music. Like video. Drake. I'm upset. Very upset. Do you have more comments? Uh, no. That's it. That's I, it for the comments. When when do I get to play my audio clip? Do you really want me to do that? Is it in the folder? Yeah. Okay. Do you have like a text you can put up on the screen that's like, Jack gets mad. Fucking annoying. Okay, so this is um, this is Kate's corner over here, and I recently realized I have a bunch of audio clips that I've recorded over the years of Jack, and um. I was playing some of them yesterday, and I found one that's quite troubling, and it's called Jack Gets Mad, and you guys are going to get a real glimpse into Jack getting mad. I actually don't think this is like that funny, but whatever. Uh... I think it's funny because you get mad. You get mad. I'm going to set the scene for you. I recorded this on a vacation in Japan. Um, I was taking a lot of video footage of the trip and I thought maybe I'll make a little documentary. So oh, I was nice. just trying to get some live VO of Jack. Is this what you want me to do here? You want yeah. me to play this? I, I, this is like obnoxious, but whatever. We'll do it. Okay. Let me just uh, really quickly fix just, just one small little thing. What? Try to add a little... Capacity of the background there. All right, we'll this is the... Jack gets mad. <sighs> what did you like the best about Kyoto, Jack? The steak we had was very good. Can you turn it off? Um, taking the uh, day trip to Arashiyama was very nice, where we crossed the. What river did we cross? I don't know. We should find out. Okay, you have to get ready. It's like, we only have one hour to check out, and you need to get your fucking stuff ready. I haven't gotten out of bed for over an hour now <laughs> since we had breakfast. <laughs> this isn't the right time to be doing, recording the voiceover for the your video. You have to fucking get out of bed. I wouldn't got you a coffee. Wow. <laughs> That's the clip. How was it? Are you happy you played that? I'm I'm thrilled. So what's everybody think? Am I in trouble? Is this... Uh... Y- you know what? I think we're both in trouble. Should we play it again? Yeah, let's play it again. Why? Oh, God. What did you like the best about Kyoto, Jack? The steak we had was very good. Um, taking the... Uh, Day trip to Arashiyama was very nice, where we crossed the... What river did we cross? What river was know. it? I don't know. We should find out. I think you're hey, going to sneeze soon. ready. It's like, we only have one hour to check out, and you need to get your fucking stuff ready. I haven't gotten out of bed for over an hour now <laughs> since we had breakfast. <laughs> this is the sneeze. right time to be doing, recording the voiceover for the, your video. You have to fucking get out of bed. I wouldn't have got you a coffee. 
went you went and got me a coffee. I went and got you a coffee already. Okay. Just let me sleep, man. It's vacation. All right. Well, that's Jack gets mad. Everybody. I was like nervous to play that, but it doesn't. It's not as bad as I as I thought it was. It's actually like kind of boring. It's kind of boring. Um, but it's kind of boring. It's not a slice that good. of life. Slice of life. What else is going Blast on? Do you have anything past. else? Um, yeah, you know, that was kind of all, all I brought to the table today, but, um, you know, I can pull up some oh, Kate shit. Sorry. news. I didn't, uh, I'll do the slurp cam. I didn't bring up the slurp cam for that one. Sorry, everybody. Jake Fuckleness says there's laughter and joy in this adorable fight. See, that's that kind of shit. That I'm kind of like, look, I love Jake. Jake's a great guy. He's a big supporter of the show. But that laughter and joy, adorable fight, that's what makes me feel like we are a corny little fucking YouTube. It's embarrassing. Couple. You know what I mean? So I shouldn't bring in content like that, maybe. Well, you shouldn't bring in shit that, like, is cute. I didn't think it was cute. I thought you were like... We should do... A, we're going to do a recording. We should do a recording so that everyone thinks I'm cool, where I, we get really, where I get really mad. Like, you're an abuser? And I'm like, I'm going to freaking smoke a cigarette. Oh, my God. And fucking lift weights you're- until I'm not mad anymore. That's- get out of bed now. Like... I'm a fucking smoke a cigarette, dude. I'm gonna fucking smoke a cig. All, all cool guys smoke when they're mad. Yeah. They smoke and then they have like one piece of hair that they have to tuck behind their ear. That's how you know you're cool. Hey, I do want to say, I do want to say, I do want to say that if you post on the Earwolf subreddit, it gives you a brain disease. Wow. I think that if, if the more you post on the Earwolf subreddit... The more you get a brain disease, uh, and one thing's for goddamn sure, you you certainly you certainly end up with tevas from Woot. That's a good deal, though. It is a good deal on those tevas from Woot. If you're not on the Airwolf subreddit, chances are you're spending too much on tevas. Yeah. <laughs> if I see if I see your tevas receipt and it's full price, you might not be a redditor. Wow. You know, oh Aretha Franklin is gravely ill. You know, if if you got Tevas on your feet, oops, and the price tag on them has got the full price, maybe you need to spend a little more time on a subreddit. Everybody, I'm not, I'm not pro Tevas. I'm not. I'm antiva. I'm anti Tiva. Antiva. Jimmy Petro in the chat is making that joke. Anti Tiva. I'm pro Crocs. Yeah, we're I'm a big pro croc partisan. Are the crocs around here anywhere? Not within grabbing okay. distance. We love crocs in this house. Yeah, I'm a pro crocs partisan. None of this silly ass Tevas bullshit. That's too bad about Aretha Franklin. Yeah, she's gravely ill. Yeah. That's the breaking news right now. Yeah, that's um, too bad. You know, she's like, she's old. How old is she? Probably, yeah. probably old. I don't know. Um, but our hearts go out to her. Yeah, I do feel. I mean, Aretha Franklin's a very talented uh, she's very uh, artist. Good. I hope she's. she's very good. I hope she ends up How being old is okay. She? Seventy-six years old. She's still, got a lot more. She got it. She has another decade in her. She's got a lot more in her. Yeah, she's got a lot. She's got ten more years in her. I got nothing. I got no negative things to say about Aretha Franklin. She's great. She's great. How about this, we got a rare look. We got a rare look this week on Friday. Behind the scenes. So seldomly do we get a look behind the scenes. Twitter invited New York Times reporters to be present for their internal policy meeting. Did you hear about that? 
No. We got a rare look behind the curtain. We did. We got a rare look behind the curtain into the war room of the mods. The moderator's situation room. We we got a look into the moderator's palace of Twitter. With his arms folded, Jack Dorsey paced back and forth in a conference room at Twitter's headquarters on a Friday afternoon in a rare look inside the social media company's policies. The Twitter chief executive gathered his with 18 colleagues, including the safety team, to debate ways to make the social media service safer for its users. The discussion quickly turned to, get, uh, to how to get rid, to rid the site of dehumanizing speech even if it did not violate Twitter's rules, which forbid direct threats of violence and some forms of hate speech, but do not prohibit deception or misinformation. Twitter asked that the members of its safety team not be identified for fear of them becoming targeted by internet trolls. Do not dox the mods, we asked. When, you know, when the New York Times, when the New York Times came to, to Twitter headquarters, we had one simple request for them, don't dox the mods. Just don't dox the mods. Whatever you do. Whatever you do, don't dox the mods. Uh, it capped a difficult week for Twitter. Over the past five days, the company has been embroiled in internal conversations about how to avoid or evolve and explain its policies for what can and can't be posted on the site. The debates were urgent, fueled by criticism. Uh, in the aftermath, Twitter's users and own employees heaped ire on Mr. Dorsey and the company. I don't see this as an endpoint, said Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey is just not that bright of a guy, he is sucks. the thing. He's just not that smart of a guy. He's just this guy. He's like meditating on how the moderators should work and shit. He's like reading books about free speech and stuff like that. This is what Jack Dorsey is up to. Jack Dorsey is just like some kid. He's like a, a, a kid who started a website and everyone gave him money for it. And now he's got to like figure out how he thinks what free speech is. It like matters what Jack Dorsey classifies as as free speech. That's true, Jake. You know what they ought to do? They ought to hand over Twitter to rich, low-tax Kayinka. What's Kate doesn't know what I'm talking about, but Kayinka? they should hand it over to the something awful moderating staff, just at least for a week. They know what they're doing over there. They know what they're. I've doing heard good there. things about the something awful moderating. They, staff. they, they. Well, I mean, you know, there's bad times, but they do a good job over there. It just is so funny to me that they're having. Little moderators meetings, and it is important enough. It is important enough that the New York Times needs to show up and talk with the mods about what the rules are. Can you scoot just a smidge that way? I thought I was scooting. I'm like trying. I, I gotta get back in over this way. There we go. That's a little better. I, know, How's I, that? I wanted Kenny not to be blocked. By ah, the, okay. Yeah. The logo. Sorry, but then go back to where you were. Let's not block Kenny. Get low tax. It's time for low tax. To mod Twitter. We need somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing to run this website. We need somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. Free expression. All right. What else we got here? Someone asked us to help them name their kitten. Okay. 
Yeah, let's look at that. Okay, so what what did somebody say here? Um, Kate and Jack, I got a kitten this weekend. What should I name her? How about what do we you think? know? I like I like a human name. Yeah, because I think you know when you have a pet, it's like having a daughter. Yeah, he said it's a it's a her too. Okay, so I'm a, I, I sensed that. I sensed that. Well, he said it. He said, uh, "What should I name her?" Yeah, I sensed that. I sensed that. We could go with Kenny. That's another one. Kenny is. A I, good don't one. I don't yeah, mind if you take Kenny. Yeah, we could name her Kenny again. Because Kenny and the and the, your cat will probably never meet. Kenny is a girl too. Kenny's a girl. Kenny's a girl dog. Um, um Ken- Kendall. Kendall. How about um? Is there a way you could you name it? Uh, um, I mean, you got a kitten the same weekend as as Chris Hardwick's triumphant return to Talking Dead. Oh God! So you might want to name it. You might want to um. I want to commemorate that very special day in broadcasting and uh, name the cat. I don't know. Um, Michonne or something or like uh, talking cat. Yeah. Maybe you name it talking cat or maybe like some sort of like take all the some cute version of like lots of people quit their job. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. A lot of people quit. A lot of people quit. A lot of people quit. Honestly, over at Chris if you Hardwick's can house. quit, if you can quit, you should quit. If yep. you can quit, you should quit. Especially, I mean, if if you're working with a fucking guy like that, you should quit. Yeah. If you can, if you can, not everyone can. Not everyone can. Not everyone can. Not everyone can. He's back though. He's back. Yeah. Name the cat. Uh, I don't fucking know. Don't name it Jason Kessler. Don't name it. Do not. How about you name it Michael Avenatti? Oh, I know. What? Bari. Oh, yeah, like Bari. a Bari fan. B-A-R-I. That's kind of a cute name, actually. I could see a cat being named Bari. Yeah. Bari. How about this? How about, why don't you name it Michael Avenatti? Because he's going to be running for president. So, like Donald Trump before he got into this, uh, you're somebody with no political experience. But, but Trump had a signature issue he'd been talking about for 30 years, trade. You can go back, consistent, talking about trade. What is the Avenatti Hold on a second. Let me just take a moment here to just just draw attention to the fact of how completely stupid our television news has gotten at this point. The, the credulity with which they treat Trump, the credulity, they have to be credulous about Trump. They have to say, like, well, Trump has had his signature issue for for years of course trump has had his signature issue and the reason why they have to act like that is because to not do that would be to reveal that their entire profession is ridiculous and silly the fact that they're doing a talking dead about donald trump 24 7 every day uh and trying to still act like they're like serious individuals that's why that's why. Anyway, let's keep watching. Policy issue that you've been talking about over the years. The truth. The truth. The truth. That is my yeah. policy. That is my policy issue, quote unquote, is the truth. The facts and evidence. I deal. The truth. It's the truth, Chris. The truth is what I want to make my signature policy issue and have dealt in 18 years with facts and evidence that's how you're successful as an attorney i don't care how good a uh, speaker you are how good you are in front of a jury if you don't have the facts and the evidence if you don't have the ability to talk about the truth you don't succeed and what's happened on 
fuck are you talking about? The truth. If you don't know how to have the truth, if you don't have the truth and you go in front of a jury, they're going to know you don't have the truth. So my issue is the truth, Chris. He's dumb. My issue is the truth. These people are dumb as fuck. I think that what we need is more truth. We need Basta! Basta, Chris. We need more truth. Fortunately, especially over the last... Yeah, look at Mr. Worldwide over here. Mr. Worldwide, we need more truth. Do you think he took his life from negative to positive? Basta, we need more truth. Need more truth in the White House. Let's go, Mister Eight Hundred Five. Three Hundred Five. It's a Three Hundred Five. No, you know who is Mister Eight Hundred Five? Who's He's that? A Bari fan because he loves SeaWorld. <laughs> oh yeah, he is Mister Eight Hundred Five. I think that's San Diego. Right? Yeah, that is. I think <laughs> it is Mister Eight Hundred Five. SeaWorld. Let's go. Ninety dollars. Let's go. Ninety dollar. Ninety dollar <laughs> annual pass. Let's go. <laughs> SeaWorld. What was the name? Tillamook. Tillamook, let's go. Tillamook? Let's, let's jack off Tillamook. Let's go. Mr. Worldwide. You do, you do a good pit bull, Jack. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. I took my life from negative to positive. And I says? want y'all to know that. Bam, 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 bam. Once again, Pitbull, famously amazing live in concert. Is Couldn't recommend it enough. He was so good. I saw him at my bachelorette party. All right. Uh, two years, three years with this president. The fuck? Hold on a second. Over the last... If you don't have the ability to talk about the truth, you don't succeed. And what's happened, unfortunately, okay. especially over the last... He said that he just basically... What, what Michael Avenatti said is he said, if you're a lawyer and you don't tell the truth... You can't succeed. Law- lawyering, of course, is the famously truthful, the famously never lying profession, the profession where you would never lie. You would never lie. You can't succeed as a lawyer if you're lying. No, that's just outrageous. Can you imagine the lying lawyer? I should make a, I can make a TV show called The Lying Lawyer. It, that's how out of the ordinary it, it is. Yeah, it's a fish out of water. That's how completely outrageous it is to imagine a lawyer lying. We're going to make a show called The Lying Lawyer. A lawyer who gets hit by lightning and he has to lie. Oh my God. <laughs> what if there was a lawyer so used to telling the truth every single day and then he got hit by lightning and then one oh my fateful God. day, everything he said had to be a lie. You just play liar, liar in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> if you play liar, Benjamin liar Button, in reverse. Benjamin Button, liar, liar. Um, it could be the sequel. It could be called Truth or Truther. Truth or Truther. I mean, that's, what's so, that's what I always thought was so weird about that movie, Liar, Liars. I was like, a lying lawyer? Yeah, that's so like you can't succeed. I don't believe that. I don't believe I don't that believe there's a successful that. lawyer who lies. You can't. Michael Avenatti says Michael Avenatti, the famous Los Angeles lawyer who represents uh, Stormy Daniels, says you're not going to make it out there as a lawyer if you're lying. Let's hear that again. As an attorney, I don't care how good a uh, speaker you are how good you are in front of a jury if you don't have the facts and the evidence if you don't have the ability to talk about the truth you don't succeed and what's happening if you can't talk about the truth the ability to talk if about you don't the have truth. the ability 
to talk about the truth. Guess who doesn't have that ability? Trump. For the lo- also, Evanati, you see there, he he doesn't remember how long Trump has been president. <gasps> He's like, for the last two, two or three, I don't years. know, two or three years, whatever. That's crazy. Basta. Yeah, can you imagine like being like, long. not remembering how long it's been? You like, know, well, I can. I feel like it's been forever. Tell you're successful as an attorney. I don't care how good I a, don't care uh, how speaker good. you are, how good you are in front of a jury. If you don't have the facts right. and the evidence, if you don't have the ability to talk about the truth, you don't succeed. And if what's happened, have- unfortunately, especially over the last... Uh, two years, three years with this president. Three, two Donald years, Trump whatever. Is, we've lost track of holding him accountable as it relates to the truth the fuck are you and talking facts about? and evidence. And let me tell you this. I'm going to put Donald Trump on trial. We're going to have a trial one way or the other. The only question is, how many jurors are we going to have in that trial? Okay, so let's Why is that get... the only question? What are you talking about? That's your... That's your. That's the only question? That's your campaign issue? How many jurors? That's the only question? I think question? it's going to be 12, maybe. Right? I... I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything know. about law and shit, but the, my campaign issue, Chris, is how many lawyers is how many jurors are going to be on that jury, Chris? Is he like being like maybe the whole country will be a jury? Yeah. Um. You know what? I I think maybe maybe th- here's a theory. Maybe Trump got truth or truthered, and now he cannot tell the truth. <laughs> you think maybe you think maybe uh, the, uh, the sequel to liar liar is truth or truther and maybe that spell happened to trump he said i wish i couldn't have to tell the truth and then he got truth or truthered it could happen i could see it trump does tell the truth too much i could see it being no, he like never tells the truth. no no but like he tells the truth too much and said i could see it being like trump was telling the truth too much like he went to like a parent teacher conference with like Baron's teacher or something. Yeah. And he came in and he's like, This place is disgusting. This is how you design your classroom and you look ugly and your makeup is like shit. All right. And then Baron was like, I wish, I wish upon a shining star. I wish upon the drawings of Sonic the Hedgehog I did and all the little drawings of characters I made up for Sonic the Hedgehog. You're going to get fired from SNL. (laughs) I wish upon a star. And actually, I've counted every single star and I like to count the stars over and over again. (laughs) I wish that my dad would be less honest. And so then, yeah, now maybe he got truth or truther. Maybe he got truth or truther, and now he has to lie. Everything out of his mouth is a lie. Everything out of his mouth has to be he a lie. He would be like, the pen is red. Because because uh, Baron wished he would stop telling the truth so much. Someone in the chat is pro Tiffany Trump. What do you think, Kate? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm not anti Tiffany Trump, but I do think how cool would it be if a Trump could actually if like speak out against their dad and i think tiffany's the one where the closest gives to a flipping we can, we can flip Tiff. i don't give a fuck if anybody you know what you know what would be cool but if, she is you know friends cool? with celebrities and stuff which i like you know be cool everyone's like like uh what if like somebody turned like this gop person's got to turn know. like they got to turn on you him could flip him you, you know flip what i tiff. think hypothetically flip tiff hypothetically in a hypothetical situation the only thing that would make Tiffany Trump cool is if in a fictional short story she joined a radical organization and fictionally strangled her father. Fictionally. Fictionally. Um, you know that she's friends with um, Abigail Breslin? I don't know who Abigail They're Breslin like, is. She's the little girl from Little Miss Sunshine. Oh, okay. They're like best friends. How good. That's good. I think that's good. Mike Pence's daughter works at UTA. I know. As a... Uh, 
as like an assistant. You know what make Tiffany Trump cool is if she uh, hung out in the Jack A.M. chat room. That's yeah. <laughs> what I think. If she so was a Jack cool. A.M. Hey, Tiffany, if you're out there, <coughs> why not give us a call? Speaking of which, God damn, I can't believe that I just coughed like that. I, I I'm going to have fucking it. asthmatic. It's awful. It's awful to be an asthmatic. Are we taking calls? We are now taking calls. Great. We're going to be taking calls for the next 20 minutes or so. Um... You know, if you have anything you want to talk about, we're not doing any voice modulation or anything like that. But we are happy and excited to take your calls. We only got 20 more minutes of show today. We only got 20 more minutes because I, once again, I do have to go to uh, uh, psych- to the psychologist. I have to go to my psychologist this morning and uh, go through my, um, you know, existing session there. Um if anyone wants to call in, uh, we'd be happy. We are excited to take your calls. We are very excited to take your calls. Um, but that's going to be about it. That's going to be about it after that. What else do we have here? Oh, should I do my inhaler hit? You know, maybe I should get an inhaler cam, too. Maybe I should also get an inhaler cam. Oh, we got a call coming in. Hello, caller. You're on Jack AM. Hello? Oh, shit. Are we not hearing them yet? God damn it. I don't know if you hold on a second here, buddy. Hang on here. I don't. I don't think anybody's hearing you yet. But uh, let's see. Oh yeah. See, that's the problem. Hello, hello. Hang on one second. I got. I bet people on the stream are hearing them now. But see, I still had it set for the stupid fucking when I try to do the voice. Hello. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I hello? can. Hi. How are you? Welcome to Jack AM. Hello. Doing well. Good. Good. Thanks for calling. Uh, what's going on this morning? Well, have you heard the joke about how Trump named his five kids? No. would love to hear it. Okay. We'll strap in. So Donald and uh, his first wife, who Ivanka, they're having a child. Yeah. And uh, the first kid, Donald's well, like, Ivana, you know what? Ivana, I have right? a kid. Oh, Ivana, excuse me. Yes, and Ivana. They're having a kid. And uh, Donald's like, it's a boy. I want to name him after myself. I love myself. So Donald Jr., sure. a simple name. And then the next child comes along. And it's going to be a girl. And Donald's like, hey, I got yep. my kid. Ivana, you can have this one. So instead yep. of Ivana Jr., it's Ivanka. Um, yep. And then the third one comes along, and they find out they're pregnant. They're at a restaurant. Their valet guy that night was super nice. His name is Eric. So I was like, I'm kind of burned out on this whole you know, being married to Ivana, burned out with kids. Yep. So just name Eric. That's a good name. Eric, that's fine. Get divorced. Done with having kids. Then meets the second wife, who she really wants a kid. Donald's not so sure. You know, he yep. was like, okay, fine. We'll have a kid. And at that point, he's like, I'll just, whatever. Just uh, Tiffany. I mean, that's like, it's the 80s. It's a cool name at the time. Like, whatever. Yeah. We'll go with Tiffany. Yeah. Really mailing it in at this point. And uh, he's not so sure about the whole kid thing. So he's like, oh, you know what? We're getting divorced, too. I need to get a young wife who's not going to want yeah. kids anymore. So then he finds beautiful Melania, everybody's favorite first lady. Melania is just gorgeous. And uh, they yeah. get married. And they, they're, you know, they're fooling around and stuff because they're married. But then uh, she's actually like, sure. I, I got to go back, visit my family. Um, don't worry about anything. I'll be back in like, you know, uh, I'll be back in like six months. So he comes back or she comes back from uh, a trip to Europe and she has a little sure. baby boy in her hands. And Tom's yep. like, he looks at, he looks at Melania, looks at the baby, looks at Melania, looks at the baby. When Melania tells him the baby's name, then he looks back at Melania, looks at the baby, looks at Melania and says, I thought you were barren. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Thank you. Thank All right. You. Okay, I'll See, that's not bad. It's not bad. Thanks. Thanks for calling in. 
That was all right, actually. It was a long walk. It's a long walk. I I think the long walk made made it not so good. <laughs> it was a long walk, but uh, I didn't mind it. It was good. I don't mind it. I'm not like mad. Uh, it got you know, hoping some more calls come in, but that was pretty good. That was pretty good actually. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It was good. Pretty pretty. I'm not good. Gonna, I'm not here to hate on people's jokes. Yeah, neither am I. Let me see if there's any. Let's see if we've gotten any uh any anything to shout out here while we're waiting on calls. Please give us a call. I saw some other calls coming in while I was on the line with that uh, with that fellow. They hung up, or well, they didn't hang up. I think they might still be in the uh, the log, the call log. Uh, you know, we we have a thing set up now. I have a hold system set up so that you know we're not uh, we're just not you know it's it's a way that you don't get hung up on the calls. Oh, Tim went around the RNC telling that joke. Okay. There's a ripoff artist on the phone. Maybe it was Jensen Carp. He said, have you Hello. heard the joke? Uh, good morning. You're on Jack AM. Hey, Hello. Jack. Hello. Benny, I got a question for you. Uh, I am eating a zebra cake right now, Little Debbie zebra sure. cake. I was wondering if you could give me your rankings of Little Debbie snacks. Let me have a look. I'm not like... Uh, what is this, Doughboy's? <clears throat> Yeah, uh, let me look. I, I'm not like I, I do know that the oh Little boy. Debbie products are are very good um, because, you know, and I know a lot of people like them better than Hostess. Uh, I am probably more of a Hostess guy, if I'm going to be totally honest with you. Uh, I don't know the Little Debbie. But, no, these are good. They have good shit. They have good shit. Uh, OK, so what do I like? I like the devil, the devil creams from uh, uh, Little Little Debbie. Um which other ones? The birthday cake one is very good. The oatmeal cream pies, Swiss rolls. Fuck. Oh, the cosmic cupcakes are very good. I don't know. What's your ranking? What's your ranking? I like to invent the. I, I gotta go zebra cake, cosmos uh, brownie because you can dimple in the little pebbles yeah. on top of the brownie, and then uh, you know I like the uh, donut sticks too. Yeah. They do good stuff over there. They, I, I, I think that they're like their fudge is definitely better. It's is, like a higher quality. Do they have a, one of them that has like a bunch of rainbow yeah. chocolate chips? Yeah, I think that's the, the cosmic cupcake. That's the shit I like. That's yeah. good shit. That is the, mm-hmm. I think that was number number two on our callers that's, that's list. My, that's my only one. I don't even want to eat anything else. Yeah, that shit this is, is good. Terry Shibo, by the way. Oh, hey, what's happening, Terry, Terry Shibo? How are you? Uh, every day, yeah, it's me. every day, with Terry Shavo. Thank you for being here. I'm so glad they unplugged you. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's the strangest thing. They just flipped, they turned off the machine, and then turned it back on, and I came back to life. <laughs> yeah, I'm so it works every time. Well, thank I, God, thank God, George W. Bush stepped in there uh, to 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 bring you back to life, so you could call in and talk about always talk about the little Debbie, little always Debbie resuscitate. Are you yeah, having a little Debbie for breakfast? If, if I went under during Obama, God, Obama would have been Obama would have sent you straight to the death panel. He sent a drone. He would he would have he would have consulted. You back in. Yeah, he would have consulted the death panel and then sent a drone right over to to bomb the hospital no. and everybody else in it. I'm probably oh, yeah. How about hey, you? Are you, having a, are you having a little Debbie for breakfast? Yes, I am. I'm an East Coaster, though. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So it's I, lunch. It's lunch. It's lunchish. Yeah. What'd you say? I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry. Uh, Before I was asking about whether it's for breakfast, what were you saying? Hello? Uh, I don't even remember. Oh, uh, 
right, you can keep the change, Obama. How about that? Yeah, you can keep the change. Wow. Keep the change, pal. All right, Terry Chavo. Thanks for calling in again, buddy. We'll uh I'll talk to you again soon. Keep keep yeah, calling have a great in. Day, great. Yeah, you too, man. Have a later one. Have a good one. All right, that was great. It's good to hear from Terry Shivo again. Hey, I love Terry. Like Terry Shivo. Um, like Terry Shivo. Got a little bit more show. We just have a little tiny bit more show. A little tiny you know, we were talking about Obama. Uh you're talking about Obama there. I was looking for clips. Of Lin Manuel, I had an idea for a bit. I don't think the bit's gonna work out, but I'll just say what the bit was gonna be. Okay. I was gonna try to p- take clips of of Lin Manuel saying ham, and then clips of Weird Al saying ham uh-huh. in songs, and then see which one if people could tell the difference between like Lin being like ham and Weird Al being like ham or whatever. Unfortunately, uh, Lin Manuel like talks too fast. He sings too fast, so it was just like hmm, too much. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get the <laughs> bit done. I couldn't get the bit done. But I did find this this video that uh, I, in my search, in when I was like looking for this shit, I did find a video that uh, made me laugh. This is from uh, this is this clip is from a clip of uh, Lin Manuel performing. Hamilton at the White House for Obama while we're on the topic of Obama. Labors and dangers one last time. Teach him how to say goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) So this song's about this song's about George Washington like leaving the White House. He's like about it's like I'm going to leave the White House for the first time. And there's Obama, sage, smart, wise Obama, he wise, looks, wise like Obama. Like, his eyes are closed. He's, he's, he's like he's, he's just letting it. it like this. He's washing. He's letting it wash over him. In full. Oh, Lynn. Teach Lynn. them how to say goodbye. And then and then and then George Washington says, teach them how to say Michelle's face. Oh. She brings her hands to her face. He says, teach him how to say goodbye. This song's about a president leaving office and like leaving office in a good way. And Obama's like, yes, this. I must leave. This really, this really gets, this really gets me. This really, I understand this. Of course you do. This is about as A to A as it gets. You're watching a song. But a president is about to leave office. And everyone's like, looking yeah. at him. Too. It is so funny. <laughs> everyone's it's so funny how much everyone's like. Everyone behind him is looking right at him. Yeah, teach him how to say goodbye. Close my yeah. eyes. Take it in. Yeah. George Washington's going home. Oh. But he yeah. didn't go home, right? He didn't go back to Chicago. Labors and dangers. This guy, this guy like two seats over. See that guy at the end, the the far right of the frame right there. Mark Hamill. Is he is he watching this lady too? This this lady with the glasses. Everybody. The one that has the floral um, robe on. How is Obama reacting to Hamilton? She goes like this. She goes, oh, oh, oh. 
labors and dangers. He's crying. I think he is actually. I think he got emotional. All right. Goodbye to Jake Fogelnest, everybody. Thanks for stopping by again, Jake. Thanks for stopping by one Thanks, more time. Jake. You know, if I didn't know better, this guy at the end of the at the end of the aisle there, I'd think that that was Lin Manuel in disguise. Oh my god! Because as it we does, all know, we all he know, famously wears a fake beard and a scarf. Yeah, he he. Uh, as we all know. Lin-Manuel watches Hamilton in disguise when celebrities were in the audience. I I didn't know better. I think that that guy was him. I mean, Hamilton's creator and former star Lin-Manuel says he does the same thing. He says whenever a high profile celebrity would come or someone of Obama's caliber, not a celebrity, of course, there's celebrities and then there's someone of Obama's caliber. So there's a whole bunch of high-profile people. I, I, Lynn would rather watch them watch the show. Lynn's never seen Obama's never seen Lynn as Hamilton, which is crazy to me. Lynn sat in disguise. And are we sure? Is it not possible that this is Lynn in disguise? I think it's not How possible. Deep, no, no, no. I, here's my question for you. How deep does this go? If Lynn Manuel, if we know already that Lynn is willing to go to the lengths of disguising himself to be in the audience to see how other people re- react to his work, is it really out of the realm of possibility that he could disguise someone else to, to be look him. like him? Well, yeah, maybe you're right. Is it possible? I've turned around. I've come around on this, and I think that the guy on stage in the beginning is not Lin Manuel. It's a very close look. I don't think that that's Lin Manuel. I think that that's. I like the... that he's wearing fucking jeans. How dare you? How dare you? He's wearing jeans. He's dressed like how. Uh, he's wearing fucking jeans. He's what dressed a dork. how um, uh, Van Jones dresses on his like own show. Whenever Van Jones does his own show, he's like in jeans and like a, a, a suit jacket, a blazer. Like, wow, he's wearing fucking jeans. <laughs> yeah. They didn't let me wear jeans. I visited the White House once. And they're very specific about how you're not allowed to wear jeans. It, I no had one actually, else is wearing jeans. I had to actually go to the fucking. I had to go to a, a store to buy pants. Oh yeah, there's a good picture of you jeans. in like ill-fitting khakis. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's wearing fucking jeans. Lin Manuel's wearing jeans. Lin's, Lin likes to be in disguise, and so can we be certain? Anyway, we got a phone call coming. Hi there, caller. You're on Jack AM. Hey Jack, my name's uh, I guess I'm the Coach Z on uh, on uh, Twitch. How you doing today, man? Good, good, good. How you doing? Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, I just uh, was uh, wondering if you've uh, seen uh, Black Klansman yet. No, I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. I do want to see it. I heard it's good. You know, I, there's some people are upset that there's a, a cop as the main character, but I don't know what the fuck. What about you? Did you see it? I actually just saw it over the weekend. Uh, you know, it was. It was interesting. I would say, like, my weird, my biggest complaint, believe it or not, the cop stuff is a little meh, but uh, yeah. the thing that I found weird was that um, they got, like, a lot of, like, New Yorker actors, like, actors from, like, New York City to play these characters yeah. in Colorado Springs, and, like, none of them <laughs> put any effort into hiding their accents. Like, they were great actors, don't get me wrong. Like, it was good acting, but it was, like, people, like, 
Steve Buscemi's brother and like right. Nicholas Turturro with like straight up but, like, you know, Nicholas Turturro's accent from fucking Mo Better Blues. And he's like, <laughs> oh, I spent time in Leavenworth in Kansas. <laughs> uh, well, that can work, though. I mean, like, was it was it like intentional? Like in uh, uh, Last Temptation of the Christ, I think it works pretty well that all these people have like New York ac- accents. But do you think it's just that they didn't take the time to do it or is it like a, a directorial choice? Maybe it's a dir- actually no, I haven't I haven't thought about that. It could it could have been a directorial choice. It feels weird. I, I feel like it makes sense for something like Glass Temptation because like who the yeah. fuck cares how they sound? Like yeah, that happened like well, right. Robin, it's like right? Aramaic. Well, and like in like uh, Death of Stalin, it's like obvious. It's like it's clearly like right. they're not trying to go for like being Russian. You know what I mean? I have a question. I didn't see the movie. Is there a scene where anyone crosses the street and says, "I'm walking here." Oh, just Jesus. <laughs> That's actually the first, uh, you know, like, yeah, the first line of the movie. Uh, he's, yeah, uh, Denzel Washington's son is, like, getting a hot dog from a Colorado <laughs> street vendor. Yeah, is, there, is there a scene where anyone goes to a pizza place and says, what the fuck? This yeah. isn't good pizza. Are there, are, there, are there a bunch of papaya kings in Colorado Springs? Oh, the yeah. Colorado like Springs a, papaya like king restaurant? You cool that pizza? Yeah. Yeah, the, the classic line like that everyone will remember mac and from, from <laughs> the classic line everyone will remember from Black Klansman is when Adam Driver goes to Papaya King and gets uh, I guess like, a fucking papaya shake and goes, "Oh, the classic yeah. drink." <laughs> I love life here that, be- in Colorado fucking <laughs> Springs <laughs> with the fucking with the fucking steam coming out of the ground. And the subway and the fucking bagels. Yeah, does anyone need a fucking bagel? <laughs> when you mess with Colorado Springs, you mess with us all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Spider Man, Colorado Springs <laughs> loves you. Hey, Spidey, hey, Spidey, we love you here in Colorado Springs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my favorite. That's actually my favorite part. I think it back when, like, when uh, fucking Spider-Man falls into the Colorado Springs subway, and yeah, he has yeah, his fucking yeah. mask off, and, and then they just they put yeah. it back on, and he's like, "Yeah, he's well, risen again." I just think it's a bummer they had to they had to re- remove that scene of Spider-Man catching the helicopter between the Colorado Springs World Trade Center. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it's too bad. <laughs> I love I love that show. Uh, Spring in uh, se- sex in the spring. Oh yeah, sex in the spring. Yeah, sex, in the spring. sex in the springs. Yeah, where Carrie, Charlotte, yeah. Samantha, and yeah. Miranda all yeah. uh, discover yeah. life and dating. You know, uh, we could also do gangs of uh, Colorado Springs, but you know what? I think I think Bug TV Franklin Franklin Lombardo in the chat has the best uh, joke on this, which is the city of Colorado Springs is like a character in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Colorado Springs is a character in the film as well. Hey, thanks for calling in. Thanks uh, for calling. Uh, we do appreciate it. We're gonna have to, you know what? I think that's gonna be that for the show today, everybody. Right. So I gotta go. I gotta Good go shit. to therapy. It's like uh, about to be eight thirty right now. But you know what? Thanks everybody for watching. Uh, let me see if I have anything to fucking shout out. I forgot to shout out on Friday. Uh, Bogan Broom sent us uh, uh, a donation, and that was very cool of him. Thank you for donating, Bogan Broom. And for all the Thank followers, you. that's Alex uh, KK371, Badger Dave1, Bread Bard, the Zodiac Knitter, David Pfeiffer, I Love Robo, Kool Aid 689, Biggie mm. Might 527, mm. 
Doogie Hauser spanked my son. Chris Ham too. Steve the Geese and Mark's <laughs> farts. Thank you <laughs> to all of the new followers. We'll be right back here tomorrow Wait. at seven a.m. Pacific. Yep. I want to sing sing us out. Why? With what? Jack Allison's going to therapy. All right. All right. Well, thanks everybody. We'll be back Teach here tomorrow at seven a.m. Pacific. 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll have a longer show for you tomorrow because I don't have anything to do in the morning. So Jack that's Ellison's it. That's it for today, everybody. Therapy. Thanks for watching. <laughs>